Hello, you're listening to Overwhelm is Optional. Hello, on this week's episode, we're talking about mindset. So there's a lot of talk about mindset in the entrepreneurial world, in the business world, and how if you can change your mindset, you can do anything you want. Um, My experience before becoming an entrepreneur was mainly in the classroom, the maths classroom in particular, where mindset has been really powerful. And it stems originally from Carol Dweck's work with Growth Mindset, where she temporarily put kids into what she called a growth mindset, an I can attitude, and they did much, much better on a task. So this was a temporary change in mindset to have an impact on a task. And then she developed that work. And I know she's got a new book out, which I haven't read yet. So I can't claim to know anything about her latest work. But I find it really curious how mindset is used in the business world. And I think possibly it works for some people, but I know it doesn't work for me and my clients the the way it's stated, because I think there's more to it. And I think um, that we that it's worth examining in more detail so that you can make it work for you. So when mindset is done in a really simple way, it's the idea that if you just change your mindset, so often this this is, yeah, you just need to value your services more and raise your prices. You just need to not be so bothered, not get so emotionally attached to the outcomes. So we're talking about business at the moment, but this is applicable to outside of business, in employment, etc., just normal life. So when we so the idea is that, you know, if you don't make a sale, you don't get a client, just move on. Or you need to raise your prices if you want to be successful, because obviously you have to make money in business or it's not sustainable and you can't serve anyone. So you just need to raise your prices and be okay with that as if you can just kind of turn off the resistance to raising your prices or charging what you're worth. And I think what's actually more powerful about attempting to change your mindset is to examine the resistance to it because that's where the information is, at least it is for me and my clients. So for example, if somebody suggests you change your mindset, you have a more kind of go-getting, can-do, nothing's going to stop me, completely unemotionally affected by what happens to you in, in daily life, and you're getting resistance to that, then listen to the resistance. Just have the courage to to just get out of your head with it's, well, I ought to be able to change my mindset. I ought to be more positive. I ought to be more successful. I shouldn't be so impacted by whether I get a client or not, or whether I um, get praise at work, or whether my kids are talking to me or not. You know, all of the things that are important to us, the things that we, that do make us happy, but that that roller coaster, which, you know, the idea is that mindset, if you have a more positive mindset, you won't be so negatively impacted and therefore you will be more successful in life. So there's going to be resistance because we're actually looking at core beliefs. So if you take pricing and selling or um, being successful at work, you'll look at you're actually talking about your own self-worth. And and if somebody comes along and says, yeah, you just need a more positive mindset. You just need to let stuff go more, not get so hung up on it. But you're getting resistance to that. And then your mind is coming in with judgments about the fact that you're not really able to change your mindset. You're not very good at that. 
that's unhelpful, isn't it? Because now you've got, not only do you need to change your mindset about the thing you were originally told to change your mindset about, but now you've got on top of that, this negative layer, because for you, it's not that easy. Of course, it's not that easy. If it was that easy, everybody would wake up in the morning and go, today, I'm going to have an amazing day and I'm going to be super successful and everything I do will turn to gold. Now, positive affirmations can work, but not if you just say them over and over and over again without allowing this other work. This, this you can call it shadow work, it's deeper work. It's really powerful when you change your mindset by allowing all of this resistance to come up. That's when it gets powerful. But you don't need to do it as some huge breakthrough, some derailing emotional roller coaster. You don't have to do it that way. You can just do it gently. So you can just do it in tiny, tiny ways. So if you want to change your mindset to a more positive mindset, but you keep getting negative thoughts coming up about shoulds or self-judgment, then just drop out of your head into your body and notice the resistance. Just notice it. How does it feel when somebody tells you you need to change your mindset? And just notice in the body. Really listen to the body. And notice where that where that feels good because there might be times when you're told to change one aspect of your mindset and that feels like really good. Oh, I didn't know I could think that way. That's a great way of thinking. I love that. That makes sense to me. And you can notice the release in the body. So that mindset isn't just in your mind, it's the whole of you. It's like, it's almost like that's where you were going, that's what your thoughts were, and somebody said you can look at it this way, that that consolidates a process of change that was already happening to you. So that change of mindset makes sense because you're ready for it. And then it just feels really good. And then you might need to practice it because it might be true for you, but it might be so new and your old habits are pulling you back that you might, that's when a positive affirmation can be really helpful because it's a reminder of what's already true for you, but isn't yet a habit. So it's not embedded. That can be really useful. But I would still recommend when you do the positive affirmation that you drop into your body because what you want is every cell in your body, your whole being to really know that's true for you. And that's, that can take time and that's okay. So it doesn't need to be It's not ever going to be one shift. You know, when Carol Dweck did the work with kids, it was a temporary change of mindset. For it to be a long-term one, that's emotional, that takes time. So the good thing about, it's it's kind of more, it feels more simple in a classroom. Maybe it just does to me. So you put kids into a temporary mindset, they positive mindset, and then they, growth mindset, sorry, and then they have success at maths, which is emotionally difficult to learn for most people most kids seem to a lot of kids have trauma or deep emotional memory related to to the learning of mathematics by the time they get to secondary school it just is the way it is unfortunately Um, and then if you put them into a growth mindset and they actually believe they can do it just for like 10 minutes and then they have success and you point out the success and you celebrate that success what you can do is gently change their mindset over time but it takes time it takes practice and it takes courage and they need to feel safe so it's a lot more going on in a classroom with growth mindset than it is about just saying I can do this there's so much more going on so if we use that in your life as an adult 
know that there's more to it. So you can have this temporary shift of mindset because that makes sense to you, because that's a new way of looking at things. It's like somebody's giving you permission to see things. So with my clients, one of the big changes in mindset would be I am allowed to listen to my body because they've been ignoring their body or their heart. You know, that what they really, really wanted to do was rest and take a day off, for example. That's a really common one. But they don't because they're they're body, their whole being is still in the pattern of of pushing and and keeping on going. And so it's like it's like permission to rest, to listen to the body. And that but you can do it once and it's not going to do anything. So it's like a temporary change of mindset. And then if you keep practicing that, it becomes a more permanent change of mindset. It's, it it changes your worldview because as you learn to rest and move when your body needs to, you actually discover you get more energy, you feel better, you're able to achieve more, you're, you're just nicer to be around, you can be more present with those you love, and you feel better. And that's addictive, isn't it? Feeling good, that's that's success, like in the classroom. So that would be a kind of thing, that would be one of the, one of the many mindset shifts of people working with me. So what is it for you? What is a mindset shift that Maybe somebody's told you you need to make or you kind of think, yeah, I ought to be more positive about that. And then just examine it. What And then what comes up for you? So if we go back to moving into the body. So if it was a mind shift that you're a mindset shift that you're ready for, you you might feel a kind of expansiveness in the chest, a relief a, because it's a relief that you're allowed to have this mindset shift or it just makes sense to you. But then more often. We're told to be more positive, be more outgoing, believe we can achieve whatever we want. And then that causes resistance. And we can get very stuck in the mind with the shoulds and the oughts and how do I solve this problem of myself? Why is it I'm not able to change my mindset? But if you drop into the body, take a break from the mind with its overwhelming loop of doom and adding to stuff you need to improve about yourself and you just drop into the body and just notice where's the resistance to this what does it feel like and just be curious about it and then you can allow that part of the body to soften if it wants to and if it doesn't that's okay just notice that because you can only start where you are so this is the resistance or the difficulties with changing mindset dropping into the body and exploring them just for a couple of minutes is interesting, useful, and ultimately, I believe, an easier way to change your mindset. Now, you you might think, this is crazy. Heidi, you can't change your mindset, which is by definition in your mind, by dropping into your body. And I say, actually, I think you can, because the body holds the score. It holds a lot of stuff. It's The mind isn't separate from the body. So, it's to me, it's easier to use the parallel release in the body and then do it with the mind. It's just easier. I mean, we're doing it simultaneously, but we're purposely taking a break from the hard work of trying to change our minds. Our minds, by definition, do not want to change. They are rigid for a reason. They're trying to keep us safe. And going against anything that tries to keep you safe is really, really hard work. It's easier to get out of the mind, out of the head, take a break, and it's really nice anyway, drop into the body, notice the resistance or not even resistance, just notice what it feels like for you. So whatever your mind 
<clears throat> excuse me, whatever the mind sh- mindset shift is that you want to uh, kind of aim for, you can you can say it. So you might have a positive affirmation somebody's giving you and you might think, yeah, I really like that, but it just feels weird. It doesn't feel like me. And then you could just drop into the body, allow the words to wash over you and notice curiously, kindly, compassionately what comes up for you. And then just if there's anywhere that feels really nice with those words washing over you, then you can get curious about those, just sit with that, see if that the nicer feelings, the feelings of ease, buzziness, release, see if they want to spread through the body. That's really nice practice. And then also, I mean, this is often, I would say the overwhelm and the ease coexist. So it can be likely that you've got bits of your body that are going, hmm, this is really good. I wish I could really, you know, incorporate this this new affirmational mindset into my life. But then there's other parts of your body that are like tensing up or feeling heavy or just feeling unease, uneasiness. And just notice that. Be curious. Where is it for you? So for one of my clients, it's always her belly. And her belly is like the canary in the coal mine. So it's kind of irritating because it's like it's always going to my belly. But actually, if you know that you have a particularly sensitive part of your body, then learning to listen to it is really useful because that means that when something's not for you, you know. Or if it if you're not sure whether it's for you, it's just information. And then you can decide whether you want to override it because you want to push yourself or whether you want to just pause and slow down and go at the right pace for you. So very often with mindset work, people can get stuck in a negative spiral of what's wrong with me? Why can I not change my mindset? Why is this not working for me? And then that can can lead to this feeling isolated, like there's something wrong with you and there's nothing wrong with you. You are perfect. You are perfect and a work in progress. And the work in progress is the letting go of the junk, the rubbish, the habits that no longer serve you. And mindset work is part of this work. So changing your mindset, for example, another one, would be accepting that you are both perfect and a work in progress. That's that's a mindset shift. If you've never heard that before, which comes from the Zen tradition, if you haven't heard that before and then you hear it and think, oh, I like this. This sounds really interesting. But it's not part of you yet. It's not embodied. It's not true for you yet. It still seems like just a bit weird. Then it's it's best to just slow down. Yeah, don't sudden mind shifts are just very well I actually think they're probably not quite true as in it feels like it was a sudden mind shift but it's been a long time coming and now everything comes together or it's a mindset shift that's temporary and then your body has to catch up and then your habits have to come up catch up and you can support yourself in doing that but it's very difficult to just change your mindset especially by shouting positive affirmations every morning and and people I see it all over the internet yes you just need to tell yourself you're amazing 
Well, if you keep telling yourself amazing, but you don't feel amazing, then you're not on your own side and you get into a battle between your head and your head and your head. Yeah, your mind goes around circles with, yeah, but I'm not amazing because everything's not working out the way I intended. And I've been saying this stuff for ages. So yes, I see it as mindset work is deeper than this. It's actually more useful than it's being presented as because it is deeper. It's not a shallow thing for a lot of us. Maybe for some people it works. I don't know. The research on positive affirmations suggests it doesn't work. And the research on mindset when it is used in that way, in that more shallow, quick way, is also that it causes problems. So yeah, get out of your head, drop into your body, pick your positive affirmation or your mindset, allow the words to wash over you, but control your attention. So it's not in your head, it's in your body. And you have to do it over and over again. And then just see what comes up for you in the body. And if there's stuff that feels not so fun, so restriction, heaviness, unease, just see if you can hold that part of the body in kindness and allow it to soften if it wants to. And if it doesn't, respect that. I think this is so important, this respecting where we are now on our journey, where we are, how we feel. You can only start where you are. And ultimately, this is all a journey of deep love and self-acceptance. So start where you are. When somebody tells me to change my mindset, it, it causes resistance. It makes me feel like there's something wrong with me. Drop into the body, notice what that feels like, curiously and kindly as physical sensations, without judgment. The mind will get involved with judgment and oughts and how you should be able to relax. Ignore that. Control your attention. Don't try and calm the mind or change the negative with positive. Just stay in the body. Notice what comes up for you. Allow anything that's ready to be released to go. Because if it's ready to be released, so if it's a pattern of tension or unease that's been around for a while but it's ready to go, then it will go when you give it the space to go. But if it's not ready, then it's still doing a job. And I think this is really important to recognise. I think we can get very disrespectful of our of, of ourselves, of our bodies and why they've got tension and unease in them. And we also tend to do the opposite. So when, when we feel really full of joy and we want to bounce and celebrate and dance and get excited, we're also disrespectful of that because we just stay seated. You know, like when something really good happens, we just stay seated or yeah, we don't really honour what the body's telling us, what the heart's calling for us. And when you use mindset with the body and the heart, where you really honour who you are right now in this moment, where you are, and I would always say you are perfect as you are and you are a work in progress. And the work in progress is just acknowledging where you are, allowing your stuff that no longer serves you, which you can find as patterns of held tension and unease in the body, That will go when it's ready, when you give it space with love and kindness and self-compassion. And then you can notice because it's really important to control the attention because the attention will always be drawn to the negative. So control the attention, acknowledge what feels negative and how that feels for you, allow it to go if it wants to. And then 
draw attention to the good stuff in your life and how it feels. So this brings us back to the neutral nosing practice of pause to celebrate, which was an episode um, a couple of weeks ago. So pause to celebrate, notice the good stuff, notice how that feels in your body, allow those feelings to spread. So often those feelings are feelings of expansiveness, of ease, of, um, yeah, so kind of release, energy, which might feel like buzziness. I don't know. It feels different for everyone. You need to know what it feels like for you. And what's really, really helpful is to notice when the body has feelings of buzziness, energy, excitement, um, release, and draw your mind's attention to it so that you rewire your brain because you're rewiring your brain every day. Everything you do wires your brain to be better at doing it. So deliberately drawing your attention to the good stuff and how that feels in your body enables you to notice more of it and that's where the real minds the mind set stuff happens because just going for the mind without the body is hard work when it's really deep in your in your cells when you know your worth when you love and accept yourself where you are now whether that's in business just starting out or an experienced entrepreneur or whether you're in employment, or you're not in employment, whatever it is you're doing, just being with who you are now, and then choosing if you want to do kind of up-leveling of mindset, and then, but but taking your whole being with you, rather than pushing against yourself. It's just more powerful. It's an alternative method, if you enjoy how I work, if you enjoy this mind-body-heart work. If it's for you, try it. Just try it and be gentle, be kind and have fun with it. You know, I think it's always better to come at this work with a playful disruptiveness, with a, okay, the mindset stuff is supposed to be really helpful. I find it actually quite hard work. It tends to make me feel worse about myself. So let's just see if we can have more fun with it. Yeah. So each time you do a neutral noticing practice, which is my what I've just described to you, get out of your head into your body and notice. Each time you do that, it's nice because you're getting a break from your mind and who doesn't want a break from their mind? I mean, I don't know anybody who sits around listening to their mind and their mind's like, yes, my life is amazing. I'm so happy. You're an amazing person. You know, just like, that's not what our minds do because if our minds had evolved to do that, we wouldn't be here. Probably the happy, the happy-go-lucky people probably got killed off by avalanches and saber-toothed tigers and plagues and the rest of it so yeah we have evolved from the anxious (laughs) the ones who ran from disaster or stood and fought and this means our nervous systems and our minds are just so negatively biased and it's just hard work so have fun with it take a break from your ancient mind and its bewildering amount of stuff to worry about and just notice what's true for you. Dropping into the heart's really nice and just even just noticing what's in the heart and and just kind of like holding the heart 
if with like a blanket, like a soothing blanket. So you're just like, yeah. Does that make sense? So dropping into the heart. And by the heart, I don't mean the physical heart, not on the left. I mean the centre of the chest, the heart space. And just notice any physical sensations there. And just see what comes up for you. And then you can wrap a soothing blanket around your heart and know that you are already okay. That you don't need to force a mindset mindset change against everything that's going on around you, inside you. You can just do it gently. Mindset shifts are just another tool in the book. And take it easy. Enjoy.